This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I'm so excited to share my adventures and expert travel tips with you. Whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a ready-to-travel traveler, or currently an armchair traveler. Today's episode is one that my 10-year-old son, London, has been asking me to do since I started last month because it is all about traveling with children. Now, let me begin this. I'm going to make this a very personal episode because I feel strongly about why you should take your children with you. Maybe not on every trip because I don't take mine on every trip, much to London's dismay. But on a lot of trips, I believe that there's so many benefits for traveling with children. And one of the number one things that I'm always asked is, well, what if they don't remember? So let me start with telling you what I I tell my clients, friends, family, um, anyone that asks me, well, well, why should we take our children on this trip, whether it's Disney, beach, mountains, Europe, you name it, why should they go to right now? Because they're not going to remember it. And I want to wait until they're old enough to remember it. Well, I equate that to when you read to your children when they're babies, right? They don't remember when we read to them when they were babies, right? But if you did, and I know a lot of you, like like me, we read to our children, then that laid the foundation for them to become readers later. And so you don't just start reading when you're five, six, seven years old. You become a reader because you started when you were really young. And that's how I feel about traveling, too. The, actually, the younger you start your children at traveling, the easier they're going to be on you later. So think about it. We only have 18 summers with our kids. By the time they're 18, they're moving on to whether it's to work or college or other avenues of life. You know, we have 18, 18 years with them at home. Now, I will say, I'm going to say that that doesn't mean that's all the time we have with our children to travel with them. But these years, I do think that we need to, we really need to make them count. When I was first expecting with London, a lot of people told me, they're like, well, now that you have kids, you're going to slow down because I've always been a traveler. Like they said, and they said, you're not going to want to travel with children. You know, you're going to you know, grow some roots now and you'll be lucky if you go one trip a year. And I don't know if it was just those words that made me want to to prove everyone wrong, but I was determined that that wasn't going to be me. So I'm going to give you some tips with traveling first with babies. I've traveled with babies. I've traveled with toddlers. I have two sons, and they're both completely different in their travel styles. And now I'm getting to enjoy the years of traveling with a preteen and a five-year-old. And so traveling with two kids, I've learned is completely different than traveling with just one. And I know several of you might have three, four. I have families that have five plus children that they travel with. And so I'll have some tips for all ages and for bigger families. So where did I travel with London when he was a baby? anywhere that I could. Because I'm going to tell you this, having a baby at home is not easy. So it really wasn't that much different for me. I said, if I'm going to to get used to having a baby at home, I can get used to traveling with a baby anywhere I want to go. Everywhere in the world, they have, they have children. So uh, everyone always asks me, well, like, how do you know if something's a child-friendly destination? And I asked, do they have kids there? Then it can be child-friendly. Um, I have taken London to Europe before he was two years old. Now, did I go because I thought, oh, I want to make sure that he sees the Eiffel Tower before he's two? I'm going to be honest. I went for two reasons. One, it was mine and my husband's seventh anniversary, and I wanted to go to Paris. 
And so then I wanted him to come with me. And two, guess what? Kids under two, and then in some cases, kids under three, almost travel for free, depending on where you go. So it wasn't going to cost me any more to fly with him with me because he was still under two. So I strategically planned for him to be 23 months old when we went to Paris because I still only paid for two airfare tickets. So where else did we go when he was a baby? When London was uh, four months old, we took our first big family trip, and that was to Gatlinburg, which I'm going to feature later on this month in one of my local destinations because it's a very special place to me. So we went to the mountains. We did road trips. Actually, I will say we did day trips first. So what do you do if you have not traveled with your children yet? Uh, Don't start with going to Europe if you've never traveled with your children out of state. And I say that because you want to get your feet wet. You want to ease into it not only for yourself, but for them. So take day trips, then do weekend trips, and then you can expand, right? But we, by the time, even though London was almost two when we went to Europe, he probably already had 10 trips under his belt before we did that. So we had more experience, we had more confidence, and so it made it easier for us. Now, does that mean it's always easy traveling with a baby or a toddler? No, but there are some magical moments and there are so many moments that made it worth it that it was worth the the difficulties at the time. So one thing I learned with traveling with babies, especially my first one, is that we had so much more stuff with us. Half the things that we brought we didn't need, but we didn't know any better. So that's why I say that it's a little bit of trial and error to see what you actually need with you when you travel with children. So if you're going with babies, then take the shorter trips first. See what you really need and what you don't before even you get on a plane. Okay, so we did day trips. We went to Memphis to the zoo. We did uh, like an overnight trip sometime when Christian, who is my five-year-old, when he was just a few months old, we went to Huntsville and we did an overnight there and went to the Space Center. So we did a one-night trip just so I could see what it was like going from traveling with one child to two. When London was four months old, we went to Gatlinburg and that was our first family trip, like I said, and that was like a four or five-night trip. By the time he was six months old, we went to Branson, and that was our Christmas trip. We rode the Polar Express. It was magical seeing London watches. We were riding the train, and if you've ever watched Polar Express or read the, the book Polar Express, it makes it really come to life. You're on a real train, and they're reading the story, and you have um, hot chocolate and cookies, and Santa comes on board, and so it is a it is a magical experience. He was six months old when we did that. When he was nine months old, we went to Disney, and I have a lot of families that will tell me they're like, "Why would you ever travel to Disney with a baby or a toddler?" Well, I'm going to tell you this: Disney's not cheap. If you've ever been, you know that. If you've ever priced it, you know that. But kids under three years old are free. So we didn't pay anything for London to go with us when he was nine. He didn't. We didn't pay for his tickets. You don't pay for them. They're not charged extra for the room. So he shared food off of our plates anyways. It added no expense for him to go with us to Disney. And some of my favorite pictures of our entire trips that we've done, 10 to 15 trips to Disney since they were since our boys were, were born. Some of my favorite ones when when they were little, because guess what? They didn't fight me on anything they wore. I had the beautiful little Simba outfit where my husband's holding him up in front of the Tree of Life and having that Lion King moment. You can't do that with a 10-year-old, but you can with a 10-month-old because they're not going to argue with you. So if you're hesitant about traveling with babies and toddlers, like I said, one of the big advantages is going when they're, when they're free. What else do you need when you're traveling with a baby? You need to be flexible. 
I will tell you that flexibility is key in traveling. Sometimes you're going to have to adjust your plans. Uh, Kids get sick. So bring medicine with you. All of your medicine that you would have at home that you would think, whether it's for fever or upset stomach, anything like that, take that with you. After Disney, when London was nine months old, another trip we did is we went on a cruise. London was 11 months old when we went on his first cruise. Now, if I could go back then and tell myself something, I don't know if I would have taken a baby on a cruise for a couple of reasons. For one, unlike going to an all-inclusive like beaches where children under two are free, on a cruise you pay regardless of their age. Whether they're a baby, an infant, does not matter. Now, we didn't pay the same price because the third and fourth guest gets a discount, but you still pay regardless of age. And babies have to be at least six months old to even go on a cruise. Whereas if we had done beaches resorts at that time, there's no age limit. If they have a passport, they can travel. But we did do a cruise when he was 11 months old. So London was out of the country before he was a year old. He, he got to go to Mexico on his first cruise. And it was a great experience. But I will say it was not the easiest travel experience that I've done with the with the baby. We have we did beach trips. He saw that both the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean by the time he had just turned one, so he had spanned the country. And he, we flew to San Diego right after he turned a year old, and that was his first flight. And let me just tell you, I'm going to need a segment all in itself on how to fly with babies and children. So that will be coming up. So we talked about like where you can go with kids, and that's anywhere you want to go. Will they remember every moment of the trip? No, but they don't remember every moment. I don't remember every moment of every trip that I've had, but I take a lot of pictures. And I've always told my, my kids, like, you may not remember it, or when they were little, they may not remember it, but I remembered it for them. And I have those memories that, that my husband and I will get to, to share forever of when tra- the joys of traveling with them when they were young. The educational experiences, the connections to other cultures, promoting flexibility, the language growth that happens when you travel when children are young. Uh, the, some of the challenges of traveling with children, as we've talked about, it can be costly. The more you have with children with you, the more that that can add. So we're going to talk about some t- some cost-saving tips with children next. So you can see I could talk so much about traveling with children that we're going to have to turn this into a second segment because I've barely gotten started on everything that I want to share with you. But what I wanted to leave you with today is if you've have ever hesitated about traveling with your children, don't wait. Because even though we may have more than just 18 summers traveling with our children, these 18 summers are the years that we're going to have the most impact on them. And we want to make those memories together both at home and on the road and on adventures. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Talk Travel with Heather Tate. I enjoy getting to share with you each week and tune in next week for fall favorites.